Welcome to DCOM After Dark. I am your host, Kevin, and I'm here as always with my co-host, Lindsay. Lindsay, how's it going? It's going great. I am really excited to get into this classic. Yes. Okay, so as you know, here on DCOM After Dark, we talk about movies, Disney Channel original movies, and this week I'm really stoked because we're going to be talking about one of the greatest Disney Channel original movies, if not the greatest Disney Channel original movie. This week, we're talking about Brink. Lindsay, how much did you love Brink? I loved it. So we're talking 1998. And Mm -hmm. my favorite part was the strong female lead because you don't see that a lot, especially like I, I really related to the character just because she hangs out with a bunch of boys. That was my life tomboy. And it was nice to see me on screen for once. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to get into Gabriella deep, deep. Cause I have a lot of things to say to, about her, but first I want to welcome our guest for this episode. It's our good friend, Nate Cargill. Hey. What up? <laughs> good to see you. I get to hear from you. How are you yeah, doing? Here. Man, I'm feeling good today. Good. I Thank I you knew so you had mentioned that uh when we we talked to you the other week, you said that we you would not miss the chance to talk about Brink because you Absolutely. loved it. <laughs> Absolutely. It's my all-time favorite Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> it's so good. I, I, I don't. I just have so much good things to say about this movie, and even on the rewatch, it was like even better, if you will. I don't even know how it could be, but it was better exactly. than I expected. Every single time you watch it, it's just good. <laughs> it's yeah. Really good. I I didn't expect this but i am so happy to get into it and i might have to make it like a yearly watch <laughs> <laughs> just yep still holds up <laughs> yeah still still there oh, but okay like always we get into the cast first and then we talk about the plot so i want to start with the star of this movie andy brink brinker played by eric von detten man this dude, he crushes it in this role. I agree. <laughs> he was made for this role. He was basically, right? Surfer dude. San Diego um, born. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> San Diego born and raised. He's in LA doing like soul skating. Uh, he definitely has like his, his natural surfer vibe just oozes through. And you just feel it the whole time. Most definitely. It's hard not to like him. Right? right? He was so likable. You could just, like I said, you could just feel his presence. I I loved it. Uh, Also, we have Christina Vidal, who played Gabriella Dalama. Strong, strong Latin lead. I remember watching her. She had a show on Nickelodeon called uh, Tania. Did you guys, did any, either one of you guys watch that show? No, no. I was straight Disney. Ah, uh, so it was a Nickelodeon. She was, it was, she was a star. She sang in the show, 
And I think she was like the first Hannah Montana, if I remember correctly. I'm just all off the top of my head. I think she was like a, um, I think the character was like a singer, but also um, like a high school student. I, I remember, um, let me look it up. Because I, I loved the show. It was a nice Nickelodeon show, but I remembered her from Tyna. She was, I remember her from being on this movie, which is why I was like into it. (laughs) Yeah. uh, She's Tyna. She's a young Latina teenage girl who aspires to be a singer and actress. She, along with her best friend, Renee Jones, attend the Manhattan high school of the performing arts. Once there, they reunite with Lamar, whom neither has seen since elementary school. It was like just a regular, one of those regular high school type multicam shows. Well, she also got her start on a Michael J. Fox movie. Oh. Life with Mikey. Okay. I remember that like very vaguely from when I was younger. But then she also has a like a 2020 show that she's on. Um, really? United We Fall, she's the mom main character. So, I, oh, so, oh, she's playing a mom now? Yeah, right. <laughs> well, she is a mom now. Oh. She has a, does she have, like, a couple kids? I guess you mean they continue to grow up, right? I guess. Yes. <laughs> I mean, she's 38, it says here. So, yeah, I guess. She's still good, though. Good, though. <laughs> yeah, she looks fantastic. Uh we have uh, Sam Horgan playing Val Horgan, which is like lazy name writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that dude, I remember, I've I, I seen that dude like everywhere. He's been in a lot of like appearances. Mm-hmm. Just like, you know, every crime show that you could think of, he's probably been in it. And he plays like the jerk kind of guy. Got one of those faces. Yep. He has a face of a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> I remember him being um, on, I think it was on Grace Under Fire. My mom used to watch that show years ago with, um, who used to start in that show? Uh, uh, Brett Butler. I remember him being in that when, like as a kid, but his face is very memorable. It, like you said, it's like one of those faces. Mm-hmm. Villain face. <laughs> Um, there's a couple of the people. There's a couple of people I want to highlight. We have, of course, we have Asher Gold as Jordy, and we have Patrick Levis as Peter. But there's two people I want to shout out specifically. We have Walter Emmanuel Jones playing Boomer. Okay, yeah. the Black Ranger. <laughs> yeah. The Black Ranger was in this movie, and I remember as a kid feeling like he didn't get enough lines. <laughs> he didn't. I was so shocked. I was like. It's way in the movie when I see him. I was like, wait, that's the Black Ranger. <laughs> and he's just pretty much immediately out. Like, broke, he broke my heart. The story. He drove the whole story. <laughs> he yeah, did. He it's was, true. He used him as a plot device. But I, I didn't understand why in 1998, Power Rangers is, is rolling. Why are we not using, have it, giving this dude more roles, more lines? Maybe he was filming and he couldn't do both at the same time. So, like, listen, we need you on the set for like three days. You're going to fall and hurt your knee. 
We're going to give you some crutches and then you're going to help out later on. And he's like, okay. I mean, how, okay, I can do that. I could, How much? Yeah, no, I can do that. I can do that. I can do that. That's <laughs> I mean, he had a handful at the end of the movie, though. Yeah. And that, that was when he had a free day of shooting. That's what. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, can you come back? He's like, uh, Power Rangers doesn't shoot today. Yeah, I could. Uh, I could do it. I have a couple lines I could knock out. They're like, perfect, perfect. <laughs> and the only other person I want to shout out is Katie Bolding. Another Katie. Yeah. She's playing Kate Brinker, Katie Brinker. Now, Nate, on our previous show, me and uh, Lindsay, we watched Smart House. And in Smart House, Katie plays a character named Katie. <laughs> and as we did a deep dive on her, we realized that most of the times that she played roles as a kid, her character was named Katie. And her like real it. name is Katie. It was very smart casting. They were like, we need a Katie. She Which was is- good in Smart House, though. Yeah, she was good she in was Smart good. House. She was fine here, but she had very little little to do. Uh, she has a killer line towards the end, and I, we'll get yeah. to that. But... <laughs> <laughs> But those the are only that she's in the movie. Yeah, well, she does. She has a line in the middle. She has a line um, to to Brink in the middle, and she like takes some shots at him. But she's really good at giving main characters a lot of crap. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I like that. Uh, Maddie Brinker, Ralph Brinker, those are Andy Brinker's parents. I'm David Graff and Robin Riker. Those are the characters in this movie. I'm ready to get into this plot, Lindsay, because I think we have a lot to go over, and I'm really excited to talk about it all right well fair warning i have no background in competitive inline skating (laughs) so some of my descriptions might not line up with you know the lingo but just Uh roll with me here okay (laughs) so our film opens up and brink is rushing to get out the door Mm -hmm. he grabs his backpack which is one of these like professional skate backpacks so his skates have little slots that he can Mm -hmm. carry them in Mm -hmm. he heads down the stairs runs straight into his mom you know does his whole good morning with the whole family pours hershey syrup into his mouth (laughs) yes and then runs into his dad as he's exiting first off breakfast of champions is just hershey hershey syrup (laughs) just straight Just hit a, get a shot of that. Secondly, they start with this like great ska music that's just playing mm-hmm. in the background, and it reminded me of when we did Johnny Tsunami, and how it just op- opens up with like just random music, but it like definitely fits the vibe of the movie. I was super surprised. I had to stop and look into what was going on here because this soundtrack was amazing off the bat. Yeah. Um. He's running down to this running down the street to a song by the suicide machines which i I feel like it's pretty rare that we get like licensed tracks for these things but i think what happened was uh around this time tony hawk pro skater was out and and they were like this is the kind of music skaters listen to so says tony hawk pro skater it totally was (laughs) and they were like we gotta go ahead and and boot it up nate were you an inline skater I mean, I, I I got into it a little bit, but uh, you know, being a bigger guy, you know, trying to find inline skates my size, <laughs> tough. 
Didn't work out for us. <laughs> yeah, big and dumb, big and dumb. <laughs> but but I did, and it was fun. Were you able to do like tricks and stuff? Nah, nah. I I, I could. Uh, nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Like the general prospect of dropping to a vert ramp just literally terrifies me. Like that, is, <laughs> like watching them do it, like without with with ease, always scares me because I don't. I have no idea how you go at that angle and then not just kill yourself. But that's just me. Whenever I see it. <laughs> well, All right, Lindsay. As he's running down the street. Uh, his friends, Peter, Jordy, and Gabrielle, are all waiting for him at the bus stop discussing his tardiness as the bus passes them by. So Brink runs up just seconds after the bus leaves, and he po- apologizes for his tardiness, blaming it on chornage, which is him having to clean his room. Yeah, yeah, he has his own lingo that seems, you would think is like skater talk, but it seems to be only his lingo. His own language, for sure. Yeah. So due to the weekend bus schedule, they're going to have to wait longer than normal. And they're going to be late for the pit in Venice Beach. So mm-hmm. they're probably going to have to wait for that pit to be available to them. Well, he encourages his people to skate to the park instead of waiting for the bus. And Jordy's not about this at all. He was like, do you know how far that is? And everyone is trying to encourage him, but Brink has a great line. He says, today <laughs> I'm going to talk or today I'm going to skate. That was a fantastic line yes. that he, that was, that was when I was like, this movie might be real quotable, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> that's the inspiration. So they're lacing up and we see them skating the california coast basically but i just yeah. want to point out they start at the long beach convention center <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they cross the street into santa monica <laughs> and then make their way to venice beach so i mapped this out yes. it's roughly 33 miles <laughs> and backtracking but Lindsay. Some days you have to wake up and ask yourself, today, am I going to talk? talk. Or today, <laughs> am I going to skate? And then you always choose skate. And then that means you skate 33 miles. But they had no choice, though. I, I don't know if y'all noticed, but the bus never actually stopped. It just That's true. Point. It didn't. And they're sitting there. <laughs> if, if they had just waved the bus, the time it took for them to get on the bus, Brink would have made it. That's he true. I also Ooh. have another theory that there's a cut scene where they get on the bus in Long Beach. <laughs> mm, mm, that would make more sense. Because uh, that's the only way. That, there's no way. It would have taken them like hours. Hours. Well, here's another thing that I thought about is that he says the skate line. But if you put the skates on, you could probably just skate down to the next bus stop. Exactly. <laughs> that's probably what they did. Okay, we'll go with that. That's probably what they did. He had to cross the street, get to the next bus stop, and then they get on the bus, but they didn't want to show us them on the bus. Then you see them skating after they got off the bus. Right. I got it. Because then they, you know, they basically get into Santa Monica and then down to Venice Beach. So mm-hmm. they make it to the pit before anyone else does, and they are super <laughs> pumped. Like, like, that's, the, that's the most amazing part. Not tired at all. <laughs> not tired. 
just skated maybe 33 miles, maybe not. And if, <laughs> and if they didn't skate 33 miles, um, if they did skate 33 miles, somehow they still beat everyone else there. I have no idea yeah. how. Well, they weren't, people, breath, they weren't sweating, nothing. <laughs> He's they like were still smiling pounding on his helmet and yeah. screaming out to the world. <laughs> well, um, Brink is taking the opportunity to compliment every skater that he sees using their names mm-hmm. until he gets to Gabby, in which he's like, watch that back leg. <laughs> just want to make her better. Right. Just want, he just wants to make her better, you know? Yeah. Uh, Peter notices a photographer from Inline Skate Magazine and the crowd of spectators and assumes that word of their talent has got out. Because obviously. Uh, So they're going to show the reporter photographer what soul skating is all about. So Mm -hmm. soul skating or soul skaters is what they call themselves. Lindsay, what's a soul skater? Go ahead and tell us. (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's somebody that skates for the fun of it, for the heart in it, and not mm-hmm. for the money. Right, right. Because I don't know if you guys knew, inline skating is a very lucrative business. And <laughs> sometimes you need people to rebuke the ol- oligarchy and just soul skate from their hearts. It's, it's all about soul skating. <laughs> it's all about soul <laughs> skating. I mean, we actually learned it is, though. (laughs) (laughs) It is. Uh, So we take some amazing, they've got some amazing shots of them doing skating uh, in this pit. And Jordy's just kind of standing there, staring at the photographer, and he asks why he hasn't taken any shots yet. And that's when the pros show up, and they start, like, flying through the air. Team X-Blades. Team X-Blades, which is the sponsored team. And Brink's like, ah, just forget about them. And like we, you know, Peter, why don't you work on that 540? I have no idea what a 540 is. So I am really glad that Val explains it to us. (laughs) And he explains to the sponsor that a 540 is a one and a half rotation and Peter was going for like horizontal in the air, and unfortunately, Peter just does a one eighty belly flop. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the photographer tells the sponsor that he's under a deadline, and he asks if they can go somewhere else to get the shot. And the sponsor's like, "Absolutely not. Need pictures of them in the pit." So Val says he knows these guys, so he can ask them to leave. So. Brink is heading for this ramp and he's building up speed and that's right when Val steps in front of him and it causes him to change course and he slams like right into this concrete barrier on the outside of the pit. Right into his hip. The corner of that barrier. Yeah. Yeah. It It looks so painful. But he like, it's being EVD, you know, Eric Von Ditten. He just got up and took it, you know, because he's that kind of dude. (laughs) Well, his friends rush over to pick him up off the ground, and Val, being a total douchebag, asks if he's saving that move for the competition. Yeah, Val Val is one of the best, worst villains I have ever seen in one of these movies. 
there's no purpose for his douchebaggery. <laughs> and there's no redeeming qualities about him whatsoever. No. His villain level at like Scar from Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Scar wishes he could be as bad as Val. <laughs> That's true. Because it just gets worse, in my opinion. Like he starts out pretty low level and then just builds. Well, because like you said, Scar, Scar at least has motive, right? True, Val, true. Val has no, like, as we find out throughout the film, Val is one of the top skaters in the country, if you will. Yeah, he already has the power. And he just wants to be a dick to be a dick. And now I can see him being a little bit of a dick because he feels like maybe Brink is coming for the crown. On his tail. But Brink has no interest in that. He's a soul skater, man. You know that. And if not for Val's influence, it would have never happened at all. <laughs> I mean, no, no. And Andy Brinker is just a gifted skater from what it seems like. Yeah. 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 But, but he would have just kept that to himself. Mm-hmm. He would have just <laughs> kept soul skating. Mm-hmm. Oh, so basically the pros and the soul skaters have words back and forth. Gabrielle and has a lot of words. A lot of words, right? She has a lot of words. <laughs> Basically, this was all this scheme to snake the pit from them because the, I guess there's some rules, unwritten rules about who gets claim over what. And because if they left in the, the pit, pit it's, your, it's your pit. That's kind of right. like how it seems to be. But since they all left to go defend Brink and pick him up off the ground, they lost the pit. And Val's like, you should have left someone on the savior spot, bruh. And I was like, man, Val's such a dick. So they let it go. They skate off, but not before telling a bunch of skateboarders that the pro skaters were talking shit about skateboarders. Now, I love this move. Uh, That was pretty great. Yeah, it was so (laughs) clever. So clever. And then the skateboarders come over and they're like, hey, I heard you were talking shit. And I grab them by the, the shirt. And then. I've never seen a confrontation where one guy gets another guy's face and then the guy that's got his face, the other person in his face, looks around and sneers at somebody else. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what happened. (laughs) Val knew exactly who was the reason. And in the background, I don't know if you guys saw this, in the background, one of the other skateboarders pushed over um, Zach from the Power Rangers. No. He pushed him. He pushed him, and he falls. And I'm like, they're getting physical really quickly. <laughs> and and the sponsor didn't do a thing. <laughs> nothing. No. Nothing. Well, he was looking to Val about like, what is going on here? Like, what have you done? <laughs> well, the next morning is the first day back to school from summer break and summer break. Summer break. And Brink's dad is expressing concern about his son's, like, ever-positive attitude. Yep. And he believes that Katie is the normal one because she's bitching about going back to school. (laughs) And he tells her that she's the future of the family. (laughs) So Brink asks how his dad's back is doing, and we get the sense that there was some type of accident. Right. And dad's not working right now. But he says that he's feeling good and he's ready to go back to work soon. And mom just, you know, soon, soon. Mm-hmm. And Brink asks what dad is making for lunch. And dad asks what his least favorite is. 
And Brink tells him, and he said, that's what I made you. And Brink gets super excited, grabs his <laughs> lunch, and runs out the door to go to school. I, I was hoping that that's like just a joke between them. I, I, I kind of feel like that. That's my theory. He yeah, was just like, like baloney. I think he said baloney and mayo. Extra mayo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. White bread, said, baloney, extra mayo. That's why made you say yes. I think that's that's his <laughs> their inside joke. Well, at school, the boys are changing out of their skates, and Peter's filling them in on the tragedy that has been befallen Gabriella. Okay, how Gabrielle. far? How far do you think the school is in comparison to the Venice Beach Park? So I I tried to look it up and I couldn't. <laughs> so it's Pacifica High School. Mm-hmm. And the only Pacifica that I could find was in Garden Grove and Oxnard, which are nowhere near <laughs> Long Beach. Um, but I'm I am thinking they are pretty close to the coast, so it's neither yeah. of those. I'm thinking right. it might be a school in Long Beach. It's probably a school in Long Beach. I mean, not actually, but right, but yeah. but yeah, but that's where they're filming it, sort of. So I mean, the school itself does didn't even look like it. It belonged in that area. <laughs> no. no, it didn't. No, no, it didn't. <laughs> Especially the layout of the school once they're in the school. It didn't seem like that's what the school would be in that, that area of town. It reminded me of a middle school, maybe even <laughs> an elementary school. Just a really nice elementary school. Yes, yes. <laughs> it does look like a filming spot, though. So I'm sure we've seen it in movies before. Yeah, 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 I'm sure. Um, so as Peter's trying to explain what's happened to Gabby, it's just too difficult for him to talk. And that's when she walks towards them wearing a dress. Yes. And they don't know what what to do about this. Right. Everyone's shocked. Uh, She's telling the boys, basically, her mom forced her to wear it. And for the first day of school and telling them to, like, you know, keep their thoughts to themselves. (laughs) <laughs> and that's when Val shows up and he jacks Peter's shoes while they're just, having this conversation. Just a dick for no reason, you know? And that's also when uh when uh Zach's first line comes in. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, it's it's sort of a line. <laughs> it, it's a it's a sentence. <laughs> do, do you have written down what he says? Come on, man. I thought we were just going to mess with him a little bit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Great delivery. That's exactly how Zach said it, too. And and then uh, that because that, Val takes his shoes and then throws a perfect shot of the shoes around a telephone pole, telephone wire. Yep. That was impressive. Uh, it, yeah. it was. And uh, it's at, it's revenge for the whole skateboarder issue. And Gabby pulls out her shoes and hands them to Peter and says that she was going to change into normal clothes, but, you know, he can wear her shoes instead. And that means she's going to have to wear the girly stuff all day at school. And he recognizes this. And I'm thinking they're actually dating on the side. Uh, They might have a little crush on each other. I, I kind of got that a little bit. I can see it, but I love that Brink is like, see guys, soul skaters. That's what we do, man. <laughs> <laughs> soul skaters. Uh, we like, help each other. 
<laughs> There's nothing we can't do. <laughs> you have such a positive attitude. I love it. So made uh, this movie so great. <laughs> so they go into class, and the dad from Even Stevens is uh-huh. giving this monotone lecture about earthworms. Mm-hmm. And that's when the soul skaters hatch a plan to get back at Val. So at lunch, Jordy distracts them while the pros are distracts the pros while they're eating. And Gabby steals Val's sandwich. Brink mm-hmm. fills it with earthworms and then Peter puts it back. Val unwraps his sandwich without looking at it at all, takes this huge bite of earthworm sandwich. Now, before we get into that, the movement of the switch, the bait and switch and the return all happened within a minute and a half. I have no idea how they did that so fast, but if the four of them could work together to do that, I don't know why they're not robbing banks or something. <laughs> <laughs> they have to think bank plan. security guards don't get distracted by spilled milk. <laughs> Possibly, but Lindsay, they hatched that plan within like third period. The whole plan of what to do. They got they got some earthworms. First or foremost, they somehow stole the earthworms from class. Mm-hmm. Then were able to smuggle them out, have them prepped, and had the good fortune or foresight to know that he was having a sandwich for lunch, <laughs> and that the best way to get the sandwich from him would be to knock over. In my mind, I see them in the back of the third period on the back of a, of a piece of paper sketching everything out and they're like jordy you're gonna come from the east side you're gonna cross over and at that very moment spill your milk at the same time peter you're coming from the west okay i I didn't even think about the sandwich thing like if he would have had a lunchable this would have been completely just jordy has been like the voice of reason he's like (laughs) yeah he protests but but he's also kind of the voice of reason mm-hmm. in this group because he, he he even said he was just like I don't know you know Val has a couple screws loose I don't know if we should push him. <laughs> he Nobody does though. Nah, nah. like, at first, I thought he just complained about everything, but everything he's saying is super logical and probably should <laughs> yeah. be followed. Like yeah. you shouldn't be riding thirty three miles to Venice Beach, <laughs> and you probably shouldn't put earthworms on a dude who might just commit murder at some point. Well, right? Oh, who do you man. think? I think the plan was definitely Brinks, but who do you think was like every Wednesday? Val brings a sandwich and puts <laughs> it to the right. <laughs> Which one of them was that observant? Who knew that? But but y'all y'all gotta remember this was the first day of school. <laughs> well, Nate, since eighth grade, every Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Oh man. Well, so he makes a big fit when he bites into these earthworms, right? Mm-hmm. But this mm-hmm. adult comes out of nowhere and just like rudely asks him, like. <laughs> Is like, is there a problem here? She got there so quick. He, he had not even happened yet, right? She she didn't ask if he was okay. Nope. <laughs> no, choking something. No, I was just. Is there a problem here? Right. So the soul skaters have these signs at their table, and they hold it up, and it says, "Don't be a wuss." Mm-hmm. So Val says no, and then 
the adults just like, well, then get over it and walks away. <laughs> yes, just get over it and leaves. I was like, that was fat. That was a lot of judgment really quickly, lady. Right? That was real snappy. Well, he's clearly a problem to teachers as well, not just. But like students. Nate said, it's the first day of school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you get in that much trouble first day of school? Well, she, she knew him by name, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, Val walks over to their table and challenges to challenge them to a skate off out back. Well, they don't know there's a skate off yet. He yeah. says, "Meet me yeah, out back." Fight. And yeah, and I don't, I don't know why. If I'm Brink, I don't go meet that dude. I like, I just don't. Because <laughs> <laughs> he went too, and I was like. Why would you go? So okay, like, so one time, one time at work at my job, um, I sell cell phones. I used to sell. I still I manage a cell phone store, but um, I something happened where a customer got mad at me, and he's like, "Oh, I bet you won't meet me outside." Literally said that to me, and I said to him, "You are correct. I am not meeting you outside." <laughs> that's the logical choice to make. Yes. I remember. I remember in high school, I had some dudes that they wanted to jump me for real. And I was, and you know, I'm walking off campus. They're like, "Just come down the street with us." I'm like, "No." Yeah, why would I do that? <laughs> Fuck, would I do that? <laughs> that doesn't seem like a good idea at all. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so anytime someone says, "Meet me somewhere," my answer is usually no. If I think you're going to try to cause bodily harm. <laughs> So, so I just know that I just put earthworms in this dude's sandwich and he's <laughs> fuming and he says, meet me out back. That's going to be a hard pass, bro. Well, be a hard part. Brink's logic is we're going to have to skate against them at some point, you know, sooner or later. Why not sooner? Um, the flaw in his logic there is skating isn't allowed on school grounds. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait. So, yes, they end up skating against each other. But that's not when they meet him. He's turning over trash cans. And then Brink has like a quip for him, which I was like, we still don't know what the situation is, man. Why, why are you being I don't smart, think Alec? We didn't know what the situation was, but I'm pretty sure they knew what the situation was. <laughs> but, but check it out, though. Whose idea was it to have a race instead of a fight? Zach. <laughs> Zach. <laughs> There. All right. Keep it going. I like it. I like it. I like it. <laughs> okay. Because Val said it too. He was just like, I well, want to pound your face in. Pound your face in. But, but, uh, Boomer, Zach yeah, Boomer. had a, <laughs> Zach said, Zach said, maybe we should have a skate off. <laughs> I was like, what? And then I, for me, I was like, oh, so I was right. You shouldn't have met him back there. He did want to punch you in the face. <laughs> Um, so the deal is if the pros lose, they'll back off. But if the pros win, it's open season on your butts. Now, I wrote this down that Val wants to challenge them to say, hey, if you win, we won't bully you anymore. But if you win, we get to constantly bully you and you can do nothing about it. How is this a win-win for me? Right. How about you just don't bully me and we just stay away from each other? That seems like the more logical thing. Well, exactly. I don't get what Val really wins. Like, 
if he walks away from this, he still gets to bully them. Like nothing, he's not <laughs> winning anything. He's right. only well, risking something. Well, it gets better because it brings like, uh, I don't know, man. He's like, oh, I knew he would wuss out. I'm like, what's out on getting beat up or <laughs> fighting for your honor to not get beat up? I don't really, I don't understand. <sighs> so the rules are relay style. Mm-hmm. And Val is explaining the rules, but Peter is adding in these female pronouns for Gabby. That's why they're dating. I, <laughs> I, I honestly start to fall in love with him at this point. <laughs> I mean, he was already my type to begin with, but yep. now, now I'm all in. So <laughs> Gabby is the starter for the soul skaters, and she lines up with the pro, and she's got this line where she's like, you don't talk much. I like that in a man. And then takes Throws him off. off his game. Throws right? him off so his game. He's, he's 14, just staring at her. It's a cute little Hispanic, little Port- Peruvian girl yeah. who's flirting with them. And he's like, mm, okay. I, I, oh. I would have I paused too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll let you get ahead and stop. I'm going to enjoy the moment. <laughs> <laughs> well, she leaves him in the dust, but the gap nearly closes by the time they get to Jordy. Mm-hmm. And then by that time, the pros gain the lead as they approach Brink and Val, the anchors. So, Boomer, our Power Ranger. Zach. 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 Zach yeah. He's got the substantial lead, but he runs his lower body into a handrail and then just crumbles to the ground. Yeah. So Looks Val, like a torn ACL. It, but Super painful. Val is screaming yeah. at him to tag his hand. Because mm, Val only cares about winning. He's a terrible human. Right. So Val takes off after he tags and Brink stays to help Boomer, who's just lying on the ground, just writhing in pain. And, and Quick thinking, Brink yells at some kid, tells him to get a nurse, yells mm-hmm. at another kid to get this everything ready to go. And then somebody yells, teachers! Because, you know, <laughs> Brink just sent them to go get somebody. <laughs> Right, and one everyone scatters. Yeah. So, did did y'all notice though that this this course, none of the doors that they went by, no doors open, no teachers came out (laughs) for the majority of this race. (laughs) And this is during lunch period, so someone should have noticed that there was a congregation of kids happening. Exactly. Because also there's commotion and they have spectators. So yeah, someone should have opened a door at one point or another just to see what was going on. Well, as Boomer's lying on the ground, he questions Brink about why, like, he's like, I don't understand you, man. Like, why would you throw the race just to help an opponent? And that's just who Brink is. He's just a good dude, man. So the next scene, Brink's dad is driving him home and he's visibly upset. Mm. Everyone got suspended for a day, and Brink tries to explain the situation, but <laughs> Dad can't explain, like, he can't understand the language that he's speaking. Right, because Brink is not speaking English, he's speaking Brink's dialect of surfer, which is a different language. But Dad tries to understand, and he says, I just don't understand what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, and it just makes him more upset, right? And mm-hmm. So the car breaks down as this is all happening. Mm-hmm. We cut a little bit later in the day, and Dad is recapping the day to Mom, 
and he's upset about money and getting his job back. And mom's pretty optimistic. That's probably where Brink got it from. And mm -hmm. she's like, we've been through worse. And that's when we find out that he was in a really serious accident. He was yeah. almost paralyzed or was paralyzed yeah. for a while. I want to know how high that beam was. Yeah. So it had to be super high because it, it sounds like it was, like she said, a, almost a uh, paralysis. High enough for him to survive or low but enough for him to survive. High enough for him to almost be, be in a grave danger. Yeah, grave danger, yeah. Uh, but the the gist is dad doesn't know if he's going to get his job back when he can work again. Work. Yeah. Uh, but Brink overhears this entire conversation. So Dude, my heart broke for him while you're watching him. It's his heartbreak. Like this kid just feels so much. Right. Because even when he's in the car and trying to speak surfer to his dad, um, his dad basically tells him he's disappointed with him for getting in trouble on the first day of school. And he's just like seems sad he doesn't want to do things like let people down yeah i think there's the dad seems to think that brink really has no responsibility or any maturity but he's probably the most mature person in the story yeah. he just doesn't communicate like a professional except for zach who can communicate like a professional <laughs> so the next day the soul skaters are recapping what happened with their individual parents over the suspension and Brink is just really somber like uncharacteristically so mm -hmm. and Brink just tells them like things got out of hand but like we just lay low and let things blow over right and Val approaches the group and they tell the soul skaters that Boomer is going to be out for the few weeks because of the injury from the race. Now, the injury seemed like more than a couple week injury. Okay. <laughs> it seemed like a, if, if you're like watching a football game, he looks like he tore an ACL and he's out for the season. That's how bad it looked when it happened. Was apparently, Boomer's. Cap? Yeah, he, yeah, he's in a cast, but apparently yeah. Boomer's only going to miss a couple weeks, he said, which is insane. I don't know. I, I mean, it must be that Power Ranger healing ability. <laughs> oh, or maybe maybe he went and saw Zordon after this. Maybe, yeah. maybe Zordon and Alpha put him on the mend. <laughs> <laughs> well, regardless, it means Boomer's going to be out for the Invitational, which is coming up which means right. there's an extra spot on the pro team. And Val just came over to let them know that none of them are invited to try out. <laughs> it was, it's a, Val's a very interesting character because he tries to get Andy Brink to do the things he needs him to do by negging him all the time. Mm -hmm. Well, it works. Which is a weird thing. It's a, he just negs him constantly. And so he's like, you know, there's that whole bully aspect coming out. That that whole that's why he's bullying Brink all the time because Brink is better than him. Yes, yes, because <laughs> he like and he knows it right because he comes up and he's like, "Hey, losers! I'm glad I came searching for you and found you here at the <laughs> beach. 
let me tell you guys about this sponsor team that you can't be on, but we need a guy, but we don't want you guys. But I'm going <laughs> to tell you about it anyway. Huh. Right? And then they're like, uh, okay. And then he's like, and it pays pretty well, but you won't get the money anyway because you look like you might need it. So you don't get that money. It's <laughs> like, wait, wait, what? What? Well, I'm confused. As soon as Val is out of earshot, basically, we find out that it's his plan to get Brink there. <laughs> and that was the way he was going to do it. So that that's where I said, like, he's the one that even got Brink into this. Like, he could have just left him alone, but it was his actions. You're threatened by him, and yet you bring him into the game. It makes no sense. Listen, <laughs> when you play the Game of Thrones... Keep your enemies close. And <laughs> have manipulation game. <laughs> We're over here thinking Val's playing checkers. He's playing 3D chess, y'all. He knows what he's doing. <laughs> uh, so after school, they're doing a session at the pit again, and Peter falls again trying his 540. 540. But less colossal this time. Like, He's getting, he's, getting, he's getting there. So you obviously know from this moment that uh, the 540 is going to be a trick that Peter lands eventually at some point during yeah. a thing because they highlighted it twice. Right. One thing I will point out is it they made it seem like what he was trying to do was something that everyone could do, at least in the way they were explaining it. But it doesn't seem oh, like it. I heard it the opposite way. I, I heard that this was like a super hard trick that they were he was trying to land. I guess I get confused because the sponsor asked Val in the beginning, you can do that. And he's like, with my eyes closed. But I think Val is just lying. A douche. Yeah. yeah. He's just talking shit. Yeah, yeah. Which I didn't understand. <laughs> I thought like, I thought Peter was just trying to catch up to the rest of them. But it sounds like, no, that's not the no. case at all. He's trying to make this, and especially like back in that day, like it seemed to be like guys has signature moves, like yeah. a signature trick, and this would have been Peter's. Okay. Well, he, he was trying to do a trick in a in, so you know, we know what happens later, but he was trying to do a trick in a place where he couldn't even get the air to do the trick. No, correct, <laughs> that correct. That's like exactly. It. That's exact. That's why they figured that out later. I'm assuming they're like, "Oh, I need to jump higher to get this done. I need to build up momentum. I need to be able to fly through the air." Got it. That's why it's not landing because I have literally 2.3 seconds to hit it and land <laughs> when I need like seven. <laughs> well, Brink isn't on his game at all, and each is on something game. pretty similar. Well, similar, for Brink, simple, simple for him. Well, Brink, Enough. he has the money thing going on in his brain, right. and his parents needed money, and then the negging from Val. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's enough for the crew to be like, hey, what's going on with you? And he's just like, ah, I've got some family things. Like, I got to go. Um, Gabby's like, we need to practice. And he's like, oh, I'll do some stuff on my own, and you guys stay and practice. So he heads to the X-Blades tryouts. Right yep. as Val is wrapping it all up, and well, that was that was fake wrapping it up, right? This was yeah, only yeah. 
if you notice, Val is the only one that makes the decisions for the team. Mm-hmm. So all these He's guys at this tryout. Yeah. But everybody at this tryout was not really being tried out. He was really just waiting for Brink to get there. Right. Well, and that's what the just, pros are talking about. They're like, well, you know, your secret weapon didn't show up. Right. And, and then that's when Brink Zach shows is up. like, <laughs> Zach's like, well, 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 there he is. Yeah. Yeah. You, <laughs> you got his oh, second line. Uh, <laughs> but for some, once again, unknown reason, they immediately start laying into him. <laughs> not Even not they, once again, Val. No, Val's the one that did. told him about the thing. The other two are just lackeys. Boomer doesn't, uh, Zach doesn't lay into him at all. Zach doesn't lay into him at all. I don't know what the spiky haired kid's name is. And then there's the a white. silent, the silent one that looks like uh, Aaron uh, Banks from um, from the Mighty Ducks movies. <laughs> the one that doesn't talk much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, DJ. Yeah, but but Val is the one that like goes in on him, even though you like invited him here and you wanted him here. Mm-hmm. But you like, and then Val then Brink's like, fine, I don't need to be here. And then Val's like, wait, wait, wait. Right? <laughs> I uh, went too far. I went too far. Too much. <laughs> so they break down the money. It's $200 a week plus equipment plus a $200 bonus for winning tournaments. And Brink's like, I'm only here because I need the money. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty good for a part-time job. Yeah. For a kid? Yeah. And, like, and the, uh, to be in magazines and stuff? Yeah. Val tells him he's got 30 seconds, one tryout one shot which just seemed like a waste because you already like you only held this tryout for him right <laughs> and obviously they give him the spot there's i think it was just more opportunity for us to see brink shine mm-hmm. uh brink tells him he's only in for the invitational and then he's out and no one gets to know like it's going to be a secret that he's skating with them right because he's a soul skater and he has to protect that reputation. Yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, I'm not really sure how well he thought that was going to come out in the end, yeah. but Val agrees. But his stipulation is that he has to show respect to Val in public and he has to be at every practice. Ridiculous. Is that uh, deal? So that was a trap. That was obviously a trap. Val takes him to the sponsor and. It kind of seems like Brink should have like discussed more, but he's just agreeing to everything with the sponsor. I thought that was going to come back to bite him, but it I thought not. so too. I said that I have here in my notes that this dude is definitely a predator. Uh-huh. Uh huh. <laughs> he shows a lot of predatory behavior, and he just says like a lot of flashy words, but just to get the kids signed up. And then he said the the one line that stood out to me. He says to to Brink. Uh, Val told you how the money works, right? And I was like, that oh, was the part that really oh, bothered me too. He's but, not gonna get paid. That's what how this money works. Like you, we pay you, but then you got to pay for all the equipment or something, and then it's not gonna be. You're not gonna get no money. Yeah, but none of it turned out that way. <laughs> luckily, luckily. <laughs> um, Brink lies to the sponsor, saying that his parents are on board with him joining the team. Mm-hmm. No, no release for him. <laughs> no, not at all. So, it's upon getting back, home, say, hey, you know, uh, you need uh, your parents need to sign this because you right. you're below. You're you're not an adult yet. Um, <laughs> so, like a consent form. Uh, just hey, there you go. You got a job. Cool. 
<laughs> How many lawsuits do you think this this dude has against him? <laughs> like breach of contract. I mean, I mean, he can afford it. He, you know, he's at twelve hundred outlets around the country. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well. Upon getting home, Brink hides all of his new equipment in the dirty clothes hamper. Yep, yep, notice so that. So his parents don't find out. And then at dinner, he tells his parents that he's thinking about getting a job to help them with bills. See, he's already stressed about this decision to join this team to begin with. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see it on his face the whole time he gets home. And then he offers to get a job. And the dad's like, the mom's like, oh, honey, no need. And the dad's like, wait a minute. <laughs> Tell me about this job idea. He's like, well, you know, I don't know. We get a wait, job. Wait, wait. We, we got to rewind a bit. Katie. Katie. Oh, yes. When, when she saw him with the stuff. Yes. What's in the back? Yeah, immediately. <laughs> immediately. And then he's like, nothing. And she's like, you None came yet. back. So she said, you came back with more stuff than when you left. So what's in the bag? And he said, none yet. <laughs> And she then gave a real inquisitive look. Like, Nunya, I've never heard of Nunya. He says, Nunya business. <laughs> I, I felt like this, this, this was going to be a setup for some kind of accidental reveal later on where Katie finds it because she's super <laughs> curious or something. But but didn't happen. Nah, didn't happen. Her job is just to hit those one-liners on the main character. <laughs> if you ever see, if you check out Smart House or take a listen to our Smart House uh, recap, we talk about how she does zingers at the Ryan Merriman Ben character all day long. Like, all she does is just shade her brother. So, it's the same <laughs> She's idea. She's good at it. Yeah, that's what she does. Well, so we're talking about the job, and I think the reason the dad perks up on the job is because it's that responsibility thing. He thinks that he needs that, and it's not about the money for the dad, at least in my opinion. It's really mm-hmm. just to get Brink to grow up right, and mm-hmm. leave skating behind. So when Brink suggests that this is a sponsored skating job, dad is like, absolutely not. Which I didn't get, though, because it was like, you still get the productivity because now you report to somebody, but you still get to do the thing you want to do, which is skate. So now it's a productive use of skating. But whatever, Dad, you do you. pay decent money for it. Right. Right. And then you could be in magazines because he mentions the magazines, but like, Dad is like, absolutely not. And I'm like, ah, nobody's making money in this house, though, bro. A logical decision. (laughs) it was was rough on the dead yeah but i mean he's just trying to get him to leave skating behind because (laughs) like johnny tsunami there's no future (laughs) in in these extreme sports yeah so later that night brink is on the phone with peter so peter can recap the session from earlier Mm -hmm. and he basically is like you know it's not the same without you man and, and immediately Brink wants to break this whole secret thing. He can't even right? keep it for 12 hours, five right? hours. Well, it's eating him alive, right? Yeah, because he's and not the kind of dude. Unfortunately, Peter's stepdad makes him get off the phone. So, How do you think Brink would do playing Among Us? Like, would he just be like, <laughs> I'm well. the imposter. 
I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to kill someone in electrical. I'm. I didn't mean it. There's so many people that are like that on the game, though. <laughs> They're like, I hate doing this. I hate lying. <laughs> Brink would have been one of them. He would have been like, guys. Yeah. Uh, all right, I did vent. I did vent. That was me. I vented. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the next day they're in home ec, and they he's trying to relate friendship to baking a cake. Mm-hmm. It's not a good analogy at all. Nope. And his friends are just telling him that he ate too much sugar, and he's starting to tell them about the invitational and him joining the team, the pro team, when Val comes in. Now, Val's just walking around outside. He doesn't have, like, a hall pass. He doesn't have, like, one of those board things that says he can go to the bathroom. What's he doing? They're at school. He just walked into a classroom. Like, <laughs> and he walks in the classroom, yes. The, teacher, the teacher, if there was a teacher there, didn't say shit. <laughs> the teacher should have been like, um, um, <laughs> uh, excuse me, Mr. Horrigan. Yeah, you don't belong in this class now, do you? <laughs> Something of that nature, but no, nothing. Nothing. Well, the only reason he's there is to exercise his new power position over Brink. <laughs> because he's basically forcing Brink to say in front of everyone that Brink doesn't think he's a jerk. Right. When he's being a total jerk, a total <laughs> visible jerk. Yeah, about not being a jerk. Yep. So Val... When he's leaving, he's like, I'll see you this afternoon. So all the soul skaters are like, what did he mean by that? And he's no, like, not, oh, not all who knows? Them. Not all of them. Uh, the first one, uh, Gabby, she's like, why didn't you shade this dude, man? <laughs> and then Peter's like, yeah, why didn't you shade this dude? And then Jordy was like, what did he mean by this afternoon? And I was like, <laughs> Jordy's the one dude that's actually paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Voice of reason. Can, can you imagine how long it took Val to find the classroom <laughs> that Blink was in. Like, uh, unless he one? knew his schedule, he was probably walking around campus like, is it this one? Nope. Is it this one? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mr. Horrigan, please go back to your class. <laughs> <laughs> so at the X-Blades practice, Brink finishes his run, and most of the team is giving him props, but Val tells him that that's not big enough and tells him to get back out there and do it again. Mm-hmm. And so you can kind of tell that the X-Blades team members are starting to really enjoy skating with Brink. Okay. But Val uh, still is being a dick. Do you think Val... Th- this is... Just thinking about it as I listen, as I continue to think about this. Do you think Val has a crush on Brink? You know, there's a couple times in the movie where they were like <laughs> really close to each other, like uh-huh. face to face. <laughs> and I was like, are they going to kiss? Because <laughs> uh, I feel like Val might be suppressing some feelings. I didn't think about that, and it really changes my perspective. <laughs> because he's, like, unnecessarily mean to him, like, on an over-the-top level, whenever Brink does something positive. Okay. I, I mean, just go with I'm me not here, right? Yeah, I'm not dismissing it, for <laughs> Just sure. go with me here, because you're right. He kills it at the practice. 
and everyone tells him how great he did. And he's like, that wasn't enough. I need to see more from you. Get back out there and do it. Because I think maybe he was like also impressed and was feeling some things that he mm. couldn't understand. In his pants. Yeah. And he was like, get, get out of here. Get away from me. I'm not into this. <laughs> I, it's just an idea. Just an idea as I sit here and think of these notes and think about it. I He might have been suppressing something. Okay. Well, I'm going to think about that in the back as we continue to go yeah. through this and see what else we can find. Well, so after the X-Blades practice, Brink hustles over to the pit to practice with the Soul Skaters. And they're talking about this new guy that's on the X-Blades team who's supposedly really awesome. It's Brink. It's Brink. <laughs> but... In total awkwardness, Peter's like, well, it doesn't matter how good the new guy is because no one's better than my buddy Brink. Brink's on that team. It was that, Brink. That was a good one. <laughs> and it was can, Brink. It was. But you can see Brink just, his personality is just darkening. Yeah, he's not that kind of guy. He's like, he's not good at being a bad dude. So that's why he feels terrible. Mm-hmm. And he should. Okay, okay, he should, but he shouldn't, right? Because he's I mean, doing. He did try. He, he tried. tried to tell him he couldn't. He just couldn't get the words out. And it's nothing against his friends. It's he wants to get money for the family. Exactly. Yeah. That, that's noble. I yeah. The lying. His friends seem really cool. Okay. So if he would have just come out from the very beginning, they need somebody on their team. They're going to pay me two hundred dollars a week. My dad isn't working. My mom isn't working. Is it okay if I go do the invitational with them and I'll do the championships with you? Well, Lindsay, you saw him try more than once to tell them. He just but couldn't like get the words week, out. Weekly. He's 14. Well, you didn't. So Peter had to get off the phone at that moment. Like, why not just try again the next day? Or maybe at the pit when he knows for sure that Val isn't just going to randomly show up. but i guess that's how we get the rest of our plot right we don't know if val's gonna randomly show up that's true like he showed up at their at their classroom (laughs) just super out of the blue you just might be skating around looking for him just waiting for the opportunity for brink to say something and he just steps Mm -hmm. in it's like a shade him again so back at home brink is exhausted and his dad tells him that he's in luck because he got him a job at Puppin Suds, the dog grooming place. Yeah. So now this dude is working harder than a college student. Because uh-huh. he's got regular school. He's got practice with this sponsor team. He's got practice with his regular team. And then now he also has to add on a part-time job. Mm-hmm. And we see this all in a montage. And it's yeah. set to the same song from the beginning when he's running <laughs> down the street. Yeah. So we get up to the day of the invitational and Brink fakes like extreme sickness. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was, it was bad. It was, he like yeah, sprayed. Like he had the Rona. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, and he tells Peter, who he brought in person to see him sick, that they should session instead of going to the invitational because. That would give him away, right? Right, right. 
So Brink shows up to the Invitational wearing shades. Because uh, that's a great disguise. I don't know if you knew. Um, <laughs> he got it from the Superman playbook. He said, if I put on some glasses of some sort, they'll never recognize me. But it, See, it, if it were 2020, he would have had a mask on. <laughs> it would have been all good. But the ridiculous True. part is the announcer says his name. <laughs> Andy <laughs> Brink. Does Brink- Brink- have anything to do with it? True. True. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> so the soul skaters who were at a session at the pit basically decide it's dumb that they're doing this and they should go check out their competition and then they can just session afterwards. Yeah. They get and- down there and they're wa- they happen to arrive right as Brink is doing his run. Mm-hmm. But after he was announced. So they didn't yeah. hear it. Yeah. So those glasses did help for a little bit. <laughs> not, not, <laughs> no, it didn't help at all because he's standing, he's skating and Jordy and Peter are like, oh, this must be the dude. And Gabriella's like, I know that dude. Like the, immediately, <laughs> immediately she knew who it was. And I don't know if it's like his style of skating or what, but she immediately knew it was Brink. And then if that didn't help, when he finished his set, you know, he took off his helmet and everything. <laughs> it was hands up in the air. I mean... If, if you didn't think it was him before, the moment he took his helmet off in the glasses and went, yeah, <laughs> I'm Brink. And then you're like, ah, that's Brink. <laughs> so he finishes his run and the sponsor just hands him $200 in cash just for <laughs> being great. Great job, kid. Here's 200 k 200,000 cash. I mean, not, not the rest of the team. Just yeah. him. Just Here's him. They haven't won yet, so this isn't the competition bonus. This is just 200 extra cash. <laughs> and that's when Gabby comes and just pushes him to the ground, screaming at Brink about him jumping. lying. Yep. And the friends lay into him and then just storm off. And mm-hmm. he goes to go after them, but Val holds him back saying that they need to practice for the championships. Like, Val just watched this transpire and said, I need to dig this wound deeper. I saw them put a knife in his back. Let me see if I can twist it. And that's that's what he goes and does. Well, Well, Brink objectively quits the team at this moment. By shoving his helmet right into Val's chest. Uh Uh-huh. So this happens actually several times. Brink quits the team, but never once does he ever say the words, I quit. <laughs> right, right. True. But his, his actions yes. say other, otherwise. So the sponsor looks at Val disappointedly again and is like, looks like we just <laughs> lost our fourth man. So the but soul they had one on standby. They had Boomer just waiting there. He was ready. <laughs> He's not ready to go yet. Oh, He's still I, no, you're right. He wasn't ready. Zach's on yet. the shelf still. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, he but knew like, he'd be ready for the championships, but I think Val was trying to get Brink to go to the championships with them. What what I didn't understand is why the sponsor didn't turn to Val and said, you need to get that kid back. We just watched him perform. <laughs> I would if, if I'm sponsoring this skate, inline skating team, and I just watched this kid be almost as good as our best kid, I would turn to him for being a, the best kid for being a dick and say, you need to go fix that because we need both y'all. We pay the extra bonus for that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. But no, he didn't do that either. Of course not. 
Um, Big. Where are we? So the Soul Skaters are talking about their plans for the championship and what like they're the, going to do about the fourth man situation. Yeah, and like the beach because Brink has been kicked off the team, essentially. Mm-hmm. And Brink comes over and asks if he can sit with them, and they say yes. But right as he sits down, they all get up and Great leave. Great move. Great it move. Is. Clever. Um. How did he know they were there? Uh, okay, so this one I, I will... Everybody eats there. Yeah, <laughs> it appears everybody goes to that park, that, like, beach pier area. I think it's the Santa Monica Pier. Yeah, so, like, everyone goes to the pier in their area, so that that's why I assume that. Plus, they're his friends, and he knows that probably every Saturday we go to the pier before we go skate. Get, some, get some food. Yeah, because, like, they're, cause they're, they're, they seem to be doing, like, a routine meeting. Well, Val comes out of nowhere again. <laughs> Now, how did Val know they were there? I could not explain. <laughs> um, and this is the part that really gets me. Val claims that... This line that you're about to say right now. Ta- they won't take him back, but he's willing to be, quote, friends yep, again. That line. that line right there is the one I knew you were about to say, and I did not understand it. When were they ever friends? Literally never. So Val asked him to join the team, and... They'll win the championship and Brink accepts. Yeah. Because so, Brink's like, I don't I can't skate with my guys and I'm a soul skater at my heart. I just want to skate. So I'm back in, pal. So we jump two weeks in the storyline, and we see that Dad is now complaining about how unhappy Brink is all the time, <laughs> saying that he was hoping that he would land somewhere in the middle, not just super positive all the time or super unhappy. Kind of making him sound like he's bipolar, but it's just going through a rough time. He's just going through a rough time, and Brink just feels. He just feels, man. Mm-hmm. Well, Katie says his friends are mad at him, but Brink won't say, won't talk about the situation. And Mom asks Dad to sit down and have a one-on-one with him. And Dad really does not want to do this, but he, he doesn't does like it talking anyway. To, he doesn't like talking to his son, because his son's too emotional for him. He doesn't like <laughs> Well, he... Can't understand him. He speaks a different language. True. So dad goes out there. They're sitting on the porch and he asks about, you know, why his friends aren't around. And Brinks just tells him he doesn't really want to talk about it. And dad says, oh, it's none of my business. But as he's walking away, he's like, actually, it is my business. I'm your dad. I care about you. If you want to talk about this, I'm here and you can talk to me. Mm hmm. So we jump scenes. Team X-Blades is going over the downhill course for the championships. Mm -hmm. And Brink is having this, like, fantasy session about how fun it would be if you, like, launched off this thing and then, like, jumped back onto the course kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And then Val's like, this is not a place for fun. Right. winning. Only winning. Only winning. The soul skaters show up and they start arguing over who has claim over the course. And they're going to race for it. And Val, total dick move, puts Brink up oh, against no. the soul skaters. Even worse, Val's like, we could race for it. Who y'all going to pick? And they're like, Gabriella, because she's the best after Brink, who's not with us anymore. And then Val said, I know. It's your time, Brink. And he's like, what? I can't do this to my friends. And and Val's like, it must be done. 
but don't go on the inside corner because I'm about to fuck it up. <laughs> uh, Brink doesn't understand that he's going to do that, right? Right, because he says, don't go on the inside. And he's like, Brink's why like, would you-, you ever not go on the inside? Yeah. And then that's when Val said in a whisper voice, because I'm about to fuck it up. <laughs> <laughs> so Gabby, they're lined, you know, they're lined up to do the race. And she does the whole line thing to try and distract him, but it doesn't really work. She, in the middle of the race, goes off this gardener's truck. Oh, such a dope Launches move. into the air and then puts her in front of Brink. Such a good move. Everyone was impressed. I was impressed. Well, he even Brink is like jaw dropped. Can't yeah. believe she did that. That was so awesome. Because once again, he's in it for the love of it, right? What I don't understand is why Brink just doesn't say to his friends guys i'm sorry like shit on me all you want i'm sorry (laughs) like literally that's it right and then when when val's like you better not lose to her i'd have been like what are you gonna do about it if i do though yeah nothing literally nothing and and then as you guys start racing each other just be like gabby i'm not gonna race you you won take the hill I'm sorry. Val, who went down to make sure there was no cheating. Cheats. Cheats by placing rocks on the inside of the big turn. Mm-hmm. Um, I, this is attempted murder. Yes. yes I was going to say the same exact thing. So they're going down this steep hill. I mean, we're talking 40 plus miles an, an hour, hour. Mm-hmm. on tiny little wheels. Mm-hmm. So he has to know that this could kill her. And they, they, even, they even mention it later, like she could have died. Well, as they make that turn, Brink sees what's happening, yells to Gabby to take the outside. But she's like, yeah, right. And then hits the rocks full speed and then just gets tossed along mm-hmm. the road. And she stops and she's super bloodied up. And the X-Blades team shows up and they ask Val, like, what happened? And he's like, I don't know, I don't man. Know. <laughs> and that's and then, when the Soul Skaters and Brink turn and they just well, all stare at Val. Jordy and Peter stare towards Brink. And I thought they were mad at him. But yeah. then he turns around and you realize that their gaze is going behind him. Right. To They're Val. Because everybody should know, at least his friends, that Brink didn't have anything to do with trying to kill Gabby. Right, right. Um, So later that night, Brink goes to check on Gabby, and he arrives at her house just as the other boys are leaving. And they, right there on her porch, all decide that this is all Brink's fault. (laughs) And Brink pretty much agrees. And Gabby's mom is, like, really, really excited to see Brink. She knows that he's a long-time yeah. friend. Long-time friend. She was. She was really excited to see Britt. Yeah, mm-hmm. I was a little confused by it, but she invites him in to talk to her, even though she's, like, asleep and the lights are out. <laughs> she wasn't really, like, really asleep, though, because they had just, they, like, they walked out. They had just left. Yeah. Yeah, but it's past visiting hours. Yeah. So, um, 
he apologizes to Gabby, uh, but she reminds him, like, you're the one that taught me about the soul skating thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you're the one that said we should be skating for the love of it. And he explains to her that he needs the money. And she's like, we all need the money. Like, that's not the point. Like, it happens. You start doing something you love for the money. And then before you know it, you're just a sellout. Mm-hmm. And that's what's happening to Brink, right? I mean, the definition of selling out, I'm assuming, is where you get paid to do the thing that you're doing. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he sold out to get paid. That happened. So Brink goes back home. He's obviously thinking over what Gabby said, and he's looking over his old skates that they have in the garage. And Dad comes out and tells him, you know, he bought him his first pair of skates when he was four or five because Dad enjoyed skating so much he assumed his kids would like it too. Brink really took to it. Yeah, well, that's what he said. I didn't understand that it would take over your life at the time. Uh, And that's when Brink tells him about joining the team against his parents' wishes Mm -hmm. and explains that, you know, he the family needed the money. But then he admits that it wasn't just about the money. He liked a little bit of notoriety. Right. He wanted to be somebody. Mm. And that's when the dad finally starts to relate to him. And his dad tells him the story about you know, him being a construction foreman and how he really liked being a construction foreman and he liked having that uh, attention. And when he got hurt and he lost his job, he lost who he was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he's started to learn over time that, you know, he, he isn't his job. And he tells Brink that, you know, you're defined by the company you keep and the way that you keep them. Good so, words, wise words. Right. So dad asks if he's going to be competing in the comp- in the championship and Brink isn't sure. But he's like, well, let me know if you do because I'd love to watch. And Brink, I think that kind of sells Brink on getting back in the game. Yeah. And mm-hmm. their little bonding moment, they even make a joke about how they're, they've bonded as they walk back into the house. Mm-hmm. So the next day, we're back at the pier and... <laughs> Brink just throws his pro skates straight into oh, the pizza that Val's we eating. There, we get there <laughs> and the X X Blades team is there. I don't I don't know about you guys. Have you guys ever shared a cheese pizza? <laughs> um no. Like, like, I was gonna say, even if there's a vegetarian around, you usually get veggies. Yeah, but no, they they, they all have there's like five people about to munch on a cheese pizza. And Val makes a comment about him not wanting a strawberry shake and him not being a girl. And they got a couple of ladies with them because I guess they're just rock stars. And then yeah. she's like, hey. And he's like, hey, baby, it's okay. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, that's when Brink just shows up and throws some skates in that, in that delicious Straight into cheese the cheese pizza. pizza. <laughs> well, if it's... If- Ruining the pizza isn't enough. He ends up throwing a milkshake into Val's face. Yeah. And, and he says, like, quit, basically. And then Val jumps up. And, and that's when <laughs> the Black Ranger jumps up. Over. Said, it's morphin' time. And then <laughs> 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 he did, like, the thing. He pulled out a morpher. And then. <laughs> well, Val says, I didn't think you'd turn on me. 
And he's like, well, that's your problem. You don't think. <laughs> and then Brings like, no. You know what your problem is? You're no fun to skate with. Yeah. Nobody likes you, basically. And Brings like, bring your beef to the championships on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Boomer was going to go join the team. I thought Boomer was coming, was going to go join the Soul Skaters and Brink. I mean, that was the second fight he stopped. <laughs> and the ultimate because, solution is just kicking Val off the X Blades. Uh, yeah, and we'll get to that eventually. But right now, I, when when Boomer left, when Zach left, he's like, "Hey, Val, this kid showed me kindness one time. Get off his back." I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh yeah, that time that he didn't show him kindness. I remember that. So the soul skaters are at the pit, and Gabby's kind of just like laying into the guys. She's not giving them any breaks. I mean, and, her arms in a sling. Right, and she jumps up to prove that she can do it better than them. But they're like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You are not supposed to be skating till the championships. So Jordy, once again, with the reason, is like. Why are we even competing? <laughs> Down a guy. Another one's on the injured list. Right? And Peter yells at him because it's fun. <laughs> it's a high-stress situation for a dude for fun. So then he goes off. Peter goes off and ends up breaking his skate. Yep. Um, but that's right when Brink shows up and asks if they've thought about getting a sponsor. And that's when he gives them all pup and sud shirts and new skates. Uh-huh. He explains that he convinced the groomer to give them a four-month advance so he could buy them all new stuff. And he starts to leave, but then they ask him about throwing the shake in Val's face. And they're super impressed with him standing up to Val, so they ask him to rejoin the team. Yep, and his friends are back together. Mm-hmm. So we're at the championships now, and it's the big time. So ESPN's there. Yep. It was probably and... ESPN too, though. Let's be real. <laughs> well, they didn't say that. <laughs> I know, but it probably was. It probably um, was. So Val and the other X-Bladers come over to give them a hard time unnecessarily again. Yep. And we start you can, see on, you can see on Brink's face that he just wants to beat them now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Gabby's up first in the freestyle, and she finishes with the 93. And, and then they, Val- they gush about her. The announcer gushes about her. Mm-hmm. Well, she's one of the only women in the competition. Mm-hmm. And she so killed Val- it. Yeah, she does. Val comes in with a 98. Mm-hmm. Um, Brink ends up falling mid-run, which eats into his time, so he ends up with an 89. Mm-hmm. Which isn't terrible for, for a fall. Yeah. 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 So after his run, he goes over to meet with the fam and mom says that dad has been called down to the construction site because the boss needed to talk to them. Could they be do good, not could know be if bad. That's, yeah, they don't know if that's any news at all. So, and this is when Katie gives some really Nate, solid advice. what's that line? What's that line my girl Katie dropped? <laughs> Just skate better. <laughs> Skate then, better. Skate, 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 skate better. better. <laughs> Mom, skate better. <laughs> I just skate better. And then that's when Brink's oh, like, that makes sense. I like it. Thank you. I'm going to go take it back to the team. We'll talk about it. <laughs> so 
the rest of the X-Blades teams complete their runs to this slower alt-rock song. Mm -hmm. And um, we basically, we're pretty neck and neck, right? Right. So dad comes in from his meeting and that's when he announces to the family that he will be starting his job come next Monday. So it's good news. Oh, but right before that, we see the montage where Peter's about to go. And I wrote my notes. Somewhere in this competition, Peter hits that 540. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when and I don't know where, but at some point, that 540 will matter. <laughs> so we've got the vert next, mm-hmm. and it's an awesome run for Brink. He goes first, and he comes in with a 98. Val follows with a 97. The rest of the team, like players on both of the squads, end up doing their runs to some really depressing instrumental songs. I'm not sure why they chose that, but but during just this keeping montage, the flow going. I saw a lot of 90s, and Jordy got a 97, too. Mm-hmm. No, this is, oh, that, no, Jordy's 97 came before in, in the street. That was in the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was okay. a bunch of 90s, though, during the vert, which is insane. I don't know, well, I don't know who's doing the scoring, but... <laughs> <laughs> Some random ends up eating pipe and then lands on the asphalt and doesn't even move. Right, because I thought he would knock himself out. I, I thought so too. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently well, if, if that team had a competent run, then Team Puppet Says would have been out. So that's right. how so you Katie knew explains that they weren't. That we can now win. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So Peter, <laughs> our man Peter is the last one to go. The moment they said Peter's the last one to go, I said, this is when he hits that five. Yep. <laughs> um, so he, in his run, pulls off an inverted 540, mm-hmm. and he comes up with a score of 98. Mm-hmm. Going to the finals, and the finals is one-on-one, mano-a-mano, downhill race. Right. And I was like, so oh, so this is Brink Who else Val. is it going to be, right? <laughs> it's going to be Brink and Val. And they... We start out, they're neck and neck. They're clocked at oh. 42 miles right. an hour. No, whoa, Wait, you're going right, a little right quick at the starting here. Line. There's right a couple the lines line. at the start, uh, Lindsay. First and foremost, all right. first and foremost, <laughs> when everybody's like, has their skates off and their helmets off, and they're like, all right, bring us up to you. He said, hey, guys, win or lose, skating is what we do, not who we are. <laughs> and then he says to, to, he says to, to Val, Listen, win or lose, at the end of the day, I'm not you, so it's still a good day. (laughs) (laughs) And then Val Val gives Brink this crazy face. Like this craziest face. And it's in slow motion, too. Is that that where you thought they were going to (laughs) kiss? That that was one of them. That was one of them. I was like, what is going on here? And they say, start, and they take off. That that face look where Val is looking at Brink, yes. it's a pretty iconic picture from the film. Like it still floats around the internet. It's like his face is like screwed up and it's so weird. Mm-hmm. It's such a weird face. Interesting choice. <laughs> but they went with it. So we're in the race. Um Brink falls on the stairs. Mm-hmm. which gives Val the lead when he jumps over Brink. Mm-hmm. And there's this part in the course where they go off camera on a blind curve. Which is weird, right? Because 
why would you have a blind curve in this thing? Where why wouldn't you have a camera set up there? I'll tell you why. So Val can body check you into <laughs> whatever is on that side of the road. Ah, ah. So he's punching him and just trying to throw him off course. So okay, how did you know? that there's going to be a blind turn there that there's no cameras because you don't see the cameras the whole time you should be focused on the race <laughs> exactly <laughs> <So>. <laughs> well if gad knew it I'm assuming val knew it i guess he's conniving he probably yeah. planned that mm-hmm. but i guess he doesn't fully plan when the cameras are going to pick back up because brink asked him is that all you got so he swings at him one more time but Brink ducks, causing Val to go over some hay bales. Yep. And off the course. Now Brink stops. Brink stops. Okay, I have I have I have something I need to talk about. <laughs> okay. Now, when you were competing in the school, and the guy falls and hurts his knee, you guys are both schoolmates, and this is an unsanctioned event. Right now, you're in the finals of the championship match. You have a sponsor, sh- a sponsor on your sh- on your chest, and the possible number one guy in the world is competing against you and just wiped out. There is a team of people around, including medics, that could come help him. Why, oh why, do you, Andy Brink Brinker, turn around and go pick up your opponent in a very widely sanctioned event after after he took a swing at you because he's a good guy <laughs> no 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 that's just being dumb that's just dumb well val uh, was nate, nate, nate acting like this. he was super hurt though <laughs> even nate philip help me out here <sighs> i, I would have did the same thing you would have turned around like he he went through that hay bale. Hey, he like, swung he at me. It. He went through it. It's not like he tripped on something. You swung at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess in my mind, he's like, he's calling out in pain, which I'm thinking he's probably not going to finish this race anyway. So even if I do stop to make sure he's okay, I'm still going to have plenty of time to win this. So I'm thinking he's calling out in pain. Someone's going to come get him. That someone doesn't have to be me. <laughs> but, <laughs> well, that's how you think. Any, there, there weren't any, um, anybody there at the time going to get him. Like well, he got to, he got the valve before any medics appeared. So, so you know how the camera guy runs over. Mm-hmm. When I'm going down the hill, I would have yelled, "Valve's back there!" <laughs> kept going. <laughs> And then finish the race and say it's unfortunate, but we won. Team Pup and Suds won. That's what I would have done. But that's just me. That that was not what Brink did. No, because he is a solid dude. He stops. He asks if Val's okay. Val basically says he was planning on him stopping because he hasn't learned the lesson to finish a race when his opponent's down. He... Offers as his hand to pick him up, and he pulls Brink off the course <laughs> and jumps up and gets a head start on him. Yep, which is what I expected all along. 
And yeah. like you said, this is all caught on camera. Yeah. And broadcast to everyone who's watching. So Brink starts chasing after him. He goes outside of the course down this alley. Yeah, and then he pops out on the other side. Now, I felt like that was not in the rules. I felt like Brink should have been disqualified. I but, thought that. But still awarded the win after having seen the cheating ways of Val. Well, considering in both of these situations, they just let the race keep going. <laughs> They didn't stop it. They just like, let's let them finish it out. See what happens. <laughs> it was like Judge Mills landing uh celebrity death match. I'll allow it. <laughs> just let like, it go. They're both disqualified and therefore no one wins. <laughs> that yes. third place team with that guy that got knocked out on the asphalt wins. Congrats to them. You know that third place <laughs> team right there. So this this jump through the alley gets him right on his tail again right so they're neck and neck and then they get to the finish line and then brink just crosses just inches in front of val and he's celebrating with his team and his family and the crowd is just jeering at val telling him he's a cheater they saw it on tv right um hey man i didn't know (laughs) <laughs> right so and that's what the other ex-waiters come over they're like bro we knew that was bad but we didn't know he was that bad that, um, that was Boomer's last line <laughs> okay, but the thing that bothers me about we didn't know was brink called it out at the pizza cheat the cheese pizza incident that he's the one that put the rocks on, on the, the ground road, yeah. and they're all sitting there for that so they know he's capable of attempted murder. You think he won't do a little <laughs> bit of cheating? That, that You know what it was? Is that the rest of those X-Blaze dudes were complicit until it was on camera. Yeah. Maybe they were just too focused on the skates and the pizza they were about to eat. Well, the sponsor comes up and he's like, Val's out. Cheating is bad. You're my man. You're in to Brink. And Brink's like, I was on your team once and I didn't have any fun. So I'm going to stay soul skating. I'm out. <laughs> and then the credits roll to uh, Come On Brink, come an original on, song. And that was, on, <laughs> that was Brink. <laughs> yep. So this team... I this team wins the championship and he's walking away from running this sponsored team as the captain of the team. He could just have all of his friends on this sponsored team because they that's, just won yeah, the championship. That's exactly what I was thinking. Right? I would have took the money and been like, all right, make me captain. Hey guys. Clean house. <laughs> uh what Brink Brink should have been smarter and what he should have said was after it was done, he should have said, everyone needs to get their dog groomed at Pup and Suds, which is on the corner of Wilshire. and <laughs> Because you just won the championship. And then that's when you go back to that owner and say, can I get my four-month salary back because we just won in your logo? For real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't and even think about that. Because I, you're right. I don't need the X-Blade sponsorship. 
We have a sponsor. So let's just capitalize on this. I just beat X- we beat X Blades and then single handedly dismantled them. Mm hmm. Because they're down to one to two original members. Black dude that got added randomly. Boomers <laughs> out. And they have a terrible reputation because their leader just got proven to be a cheater. Puppet Stud is on the way up. Attempted yeah, attempted murderer. Puppet Stud is on the way up. That, that's why I'm pushing Team Puppet Suds. I just don't feel like Puppet Suds has a good market in the inline skate world. <laughs> <laughs> It does locally, though. It would locally. <laughs> I mean, why Why are you so against X-Blades? This because guy's just X- handing out $200 for fun. He's like, you did good. Here's $200 cash. Why well, wouldn't you want to be on that, that team? On top of that, he said X-Blades wasn't fun. Yeah, that was ran by Val, but this could be different. You could mm-hmm. be fun. Yeah. It's a different... <sighs> uh, presidency if you will it could be it could things could have changed yeah, you right. know pride rock is being run by simba now <laughs> <laughs> that basically right <laughs> i just don't understand uh, you're right i don't get why he didn't just join the team and say we're gonna get this and then also still promote puppet suds and do all the things you know what? you could probably even quit puppet suds well can yeah. you quit puppet suds you, or do you have to work there for four more months you just have to pay that money back that's true. And so you tell the X X uh Blades guy, I need three hundred dollars to pay back this loan that I had, and then I get captain the team. And I want all of my guys on the team. Yeah. Your guys can stay on as alts, but <laughs> Yes, but obviously Jordy, Peter, and Gabriella, and then also think of the marketing opportunity you have with Gabriella. With having a female on the professional team. Yeah, a that's female huge. Latina. There's so many things that we could have done. You have to keep Boomer, though. You have to keep Boomer. Got to keep Boomer. <laughs> Boomer is welcome back if he wants to be back on. I mean, we're a diverse team. We have yeah. some of the best <laughs> skaters out there. I don't understand why he didn't do that. Well, I don't understand why the sponsor didn't come at him with that offer. All, all the sponsor said was, Val out, you're in. That's it, bro. Let's run it. And it's like, I don't know. I don't know if it's that easy, man. I don't, I don't think we, you could just do that. <laughs> oh, so frustrating. But I'm that glad was- it turned out. We learned our lesson. Don't sell out. You aren't what you do. Uh, correct. Correct. And um, at the end of the day, you're still not Val. So that's great. And I mean, he did make some money, though. Like, this is over the span of, what was it, six, seven weeks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Making 200 bucks a week. That's true. He did get plus his pup and such job. <laughs> He's getting paid. As a, as a 14-year-old, he, <laughs> he should have had, like, at least a G. <laughs> yeah, just chilling somewhere. Especially because all you do is skate. You're not about paying for anything. Exactly. He's not doing anything else. <laughs> well, that's going to the family, right? So yeah. that's going towards Katie's braces so she doesn't look like Picasso. <laughs> this is true. And the car. The to car. fix the car. The car. Nine, yeah. 900 to fix the car? Yeah, it was 900. So, Nate, who won, who won this movie for you? Hmm. So it's kind of between Gabriella and Boomer. Okay. <laughs> 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 
Like Boomer is my first choice, but Gabrielle had like Zingers. some of the best one-liner comebacks. <laughs> Zingers. She was ready to, to get anybody. Anybody <laughs> could get the zinger. But I see where you are with Boomer. Uh, Zach has some great lines. The few and that he, he had. had. And he, he was a great plot device. the whole movie. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, I think if I'm you, I'd probably go with Zach. From I, Power Rangers. That is my pick. Like. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lindsay, who won the movie for you? So, I want to lean towards Brink, but I feel like he takes too long learning his lesson. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to have to go with Gabby. Um, she survives attempted murder and still gets up to win the championship. This is true. This is true. Um, for me, the one that won the movie is Brink. This is one of the few that we've seen where the main character is just so likable. And everything he's trying to do is always for the greater good. Of, of somebody, everyone. right? Yeah. It's just he has a conflict of interest at a certain point where the good of one is not the same as the good of the other. So right. he's got to make a choice and he chooses but the, family. But, and he's always selfless. He's selfless throughout the whole film, including giving up four months' salary to buy his friend skates as a I'm sorry. And, and those not even, right. And he didn't even ask to be on the team. Yeah, he wasn't he just, expecting anything in turn. That's why I have Brink as the winner of the movie. Nate, who do you have as the loser of the movie? I'm I'm gonna have to say Val. Like, okay. He was in too many places randomly. He's kind of a stalker. Yeah. <laughs> yes. He seemed to know where everybody was all the time. Yes, he did. It, it was it was unsettling. Unsettling. Lindsay, who lost the movie for you? got to be the sponsor because he just had a brand super tarnished <laughs> on ESPN of all places. I had him as Two the biggest enough. loser too. I, I Originally the biggest loser I had was the mom because okay. at one point, at one point <laughs> they're like, we don't have any money and then the dad's like, well, you know, did you show any houses? Did you sell any houses? She's like, nope. Did you show any houses? Nope. I'm like, what you doing all day? What you doing all day? Be but, nice. <laughs> but I then have to switch it to the sponsor because he missed a golden opportunity at a marketing a market marketing chance and didn't even go for it. Didn't even go for it. Yeah, I mean, it's really tough because that would have been the one thing he could have done, right? Like, I to fix this image issue that he just developed would be to fire the guy that did it and hire the guy, the guy that he got was, done to. Right, yep. in his place. And he, he, could, he can't do it. He can't pull it off. It's so just, and it's a lack of effort. Yeah, he didn't even try. Right. He said, hey, that guy's out. You're in. That's it. And he's like, I don't think so. And he's like, okay, I tried. And it's like, no. It's <laughs> not that simple. You should have came at him a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But that's how I got him as the loser as well, Lindsay. I want to do something a little different this time. I want us to dig deep into the star of this movie. Let's do it. Eric Thomas Von Detten. He, he was supposed to be the next big thing, man. I felt like that was the setup. But I mean, he 
he will forever live in this movie though <laughs> yes oh yeah definitely one of the originals in okay so looking at his wikipedia page in 98 he plays brink before that though he played wally cleaver in the leave it to beaver movie in 97 did you guys know my guy eric von detten is also the voice of sid in toy story only because i read it <laughs> you know I, I saw that and i was like wait what <laughs> I remember he also had a sitcom, Complete Savages, right? It's a sitcom that he had. And the reason I remember it is because they kept putting letters E, V, D on the screen to let you know that Eric Von Denton was in this show. <laughs> and and, I, I, and like, he like had the shirt off at one point. I remember that. And I was like, I, this is the guy. This is Brink. Brink is the guy. I mean, I didn't find him particularly attractive back in 98, but in today, he he has definitely, <laughs> he's something else now. He only got more attractive with age. <laughs> I, I like how he ended, up, he ended up playing in, he played the game The Mole, Celebrity Edition of The Mole, because he was an actual celebrity for a little while. He probably would have been on um, Dancing with the Stars if the timing was right. I mean, it's I, not too I late. It's true. He's, yeah, I guess you're right. I guess it's not too late. In that if he was interested in reviving a acting career, that would be the role I would tell him. He, if I'm his agent, he should have to do. Right. So he works at a finance company now. A precious metals asset management firm. Asset management. And he's a sales manager at a commodities brokerage firm. But he's still coming to do some select things like Toy Story 3. Mm -hmm. So he's, I mean, he's still working when it sounds like roles that he wants, right? Uh, Occasionally. The last time he acted was in 2010. So he might be actually retired. Hmm. Well. He's a new dad, too. Yeah, I, so they recently had a um, a get together of the cast for a uh, a fundraiser for oh, Feed America. Like, so, like a pandemic fundraiser. It was a pandemic fundraiser, and uh, he said that he had picked back up inline skating for some exercise. <laughs> and there's even a video of him where he went to the pit in Venice, <laughs> oh. and he started. Skating around and saying some of the original lines, telling Gabby to watch her back leg. <laughs> Did anyone say, oh, snaps, it's Brink? <laughs> <laughs> but you should Brink. check it out oh. and then donate to Feed America. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. That, so he still lives in L.A., he has yeah. to live in L.A. and he's married to a real estate agent lady, and that is that is cool that he's out there getting and he it lives done. In Marina Del Rey is what he said. I have to check out this uh, fundraiser thing. That sounds like a lot of fun. They did that a lot during the pandemic. People, cast got together. Former cast got together, I should say. Mm-hmm. So they had uh, Val, Gabby, Peter, and Brink all on the cast. I think okay. uh, Jordy kind of just fell off the uh, face <laughs> of the earth. 
Well, you know what we've noticed in these movies, Nate, is that like one or two bit actors don't really do any more acting after the Disney Channel original movie. And I think a lot of it is by choice. Not because they couldn't I feel like, like get that's roles. a Disney thing. Yeah. Like you like you have like a, like we had an ensemble of four and like one of them was like, All right, this this just wasn't for me. This was fun. It was fun, but I'm not gonna keep doing this. And Jordy was that guy. Mm-hmm. EVD man, that shouts to that dude. I'm glad we were able to talk about him in this movie. Um, only Disney Channel original movie I think that he did. Huh. Was Nate. he not in any TV shows? Um, he was some um, in some. He was Escape to Witch Mountain. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the other one, yeah. which is a Disney movie, but it's not a decom, so nah. we won't be reviewing it. Um, a couple other TV films. Oh, Christmas Every Day. Which is, I think, a Lifetime movie. Um, that was kind of it. Nothing, no other. As I'm going well, I'm through here, I have to check out that Lifetime movie around Christmas time. You know, I love those. <laughs> yeah, that would be fun. We should we should do like a like a Lifetime movie crossover podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nate, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thank you. Did you have this, a good time? This was awesome. <laughs> this was awesome. <laughs> Nate, you have anything you want to promote? Um, no, no. Okay, no. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like how I had to think about it. He was like, "Do I have a thing?" No, nah, I, I don't have a thing. <laughs> maybe, maybe in the future, I'll have something to promote. All right, but, you know. well, Brit, you're working on this stuff. <laughs> Sounds good, Lindsay. You got anything? Nope. Just subscribe. Hit us up if you want a specific uh, film reviewed. Uh-huh. And that's all I have. Yes, check us out at the Fury Podcast Network. Also, we're on Instagram, Facebook, or all those places. Also, um, you all you are you fans out there, you daddies. You daddies. As you are you daddies <laughs> out there, as Shauna called you guys. Go ahead and and hit us up at a decom after dark and comment. Give us five stars. All those good things help people find the podcast. Uh, I think that's it. Yeah. Until next time. Yeah, guys. Bye. Skate better. (laughs) Skate, skate better. Skate better. (laughs) 